Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. November 2056. Space Station Hercules. Earth orbit. Wait, no waits, Commander Flynn. You're launching for Mars in six days, and you've been putting this off for way too long. Hmm. Look, man, sit down, record this podcast interview, and get it over with. I've had to reschedule with Stillman four times now, and God help me if there's a fifth. <sighs> okay. Thank you. He should be ready. C- Clifford? Clifford, this is John on Space Station Hercules with Commander Flynn. Can you hear us okay? Go ahead. Sorry for all the reschedules, Clifford, but we're here now, and we're... No, it's fine. Right, so, uh, I guess I'll leave you guys to it. Okay, dope. All right, man. Okay, we're, we're good. You ready? Sure. Sound speeds. Hello, and welcome to a very special installment of Mars Now, the show bringing you to the front lines of Mexi's mission to send humans to Mars. I'm your host, Clifford Stillman, as we are a mere six days away from the launch of MECD-1 from Earth orbit on a six-week transit to Mars. And with me, in Observation Deck 6, aboard Space Station Hercules, is the first human who will set foot on another planet. Ladies and gentlemen, Commander Sam Flynn. Hey, morning, Clifford. Great to spend time with you today. It is an absolute pleasure. And can I say, your work on this program and for MECD general has been quite exceptional. It's because of the popularity of this show and your ability to help muster worldwide support for MECD and our work that we sit here today. I truly appreciate that. <laughs> well, thank you, Commander. That's very kind. Anyway, let's, let's get to this interview. What do you think? Oh, we've nothing to cover here. Let's just keep exchanging pleasantries, shall we? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Yes, let's, let's do this. So, what's on the docket for these last few days? Uh, let's see, uh, undocking sims with full crew, exterior QC EVAs, system checks, launch sims, more system checks and launch sims, and at some point we're supposed to get one final personal day for corresponding with friends and family, so yeah, pretty, uh, pretty active schedule. Once we launch, things should get better. How are the nerves? I mean, are you keeping it oh. together pretty well? <laughs> I, uh, I think so. We're about as... You can drop out any time, sir. You know that, no, right? No, I'm... I'm sure Andrew Wood or Tim Conrad would be happy I to I can bring. assure you, I am good. We're all keeping pretty focused here. Everybody knows their jobs. However, it's impossible to separate yourself from the weight of the moment, you know? We're all aware of what's about to happen. Once we launch, things get better. Tension will recede. At least I hope. You never really know until you go, so... <laughs> it's all right to be human, Commander. Exactly. Uh, switching gears a little. People have been asking about this, so... You guys get to Mars. Uh-huh. You land. Uh-huh. You descend the ladder, you make the first step, and you say... What? <laughs> 
What's your first word? I gotta stop you right there, Cliff. You just gloss over landing like it's no big deal. Well, sure, but... <laughs> landing a ship the size of a building on Mars will be more incredible of a feat than putting a boot on the ground. But, to answer your question, I've got something in mind. Come on, you're not gonna share that with us? I'll keep everyone in suspense. If we don't stick to landing, then it won't matter a whole lot. Fair enough, Commander. <laughs> so, we're about to head to a break in a bit, but before that, I had one question I wanted to ask you. On the cusp of achieving decades of hard work from literally millions of people around the world, and, you know, gaining worldwide support, there are still people who criticize Mexico, its missions, and at times even you and your decision to volunteer for a one-way trip. It's too dangerous. One-way trips are unnecessary. The return on investment is too small, they say. And those are some of the lightest criticisms against McDaniel's mission. I mean, how would you sell them this notion of one-way trips to Mars? Right. First off, I'd say, I hear you. Our current level of technology makes one-way trips unnecessary. It is a dangerous mission. This will be the riskiest gamble man's ever taken. And yes, the cost to see this mission through can be considered laughable. And for what? To what end? Their concerns, totally identifiable. All this can be summed up in one word. Why? Go back 20 years or so. Before MECD, before all of this. Nanotech, fusion power, space elevators, moon bases. None of that stuff ever comes to pass. Think about where we were. Imagine that as the pinnacle of human success. The limit of our potential. We recognize these innovations and can sense it's within our grasp, but we choose not to pursue. We sense the danger inherent with trying to master those challenges and decide that it's too threatening. It doesn't really serve us much in the short term, so we ignore it. We realize the price tag is so astronomical that there's no way the return can ever match what we put in. So we lock the safe. We stay put. And thus, civilization comes to a screeching halt. Perpetual stagnation. Go even further back. Internet, computers, rocketry, even combustion. Imagine if that never happened because we collectively decided we weren't up to the challenge. Our civilization survives through progress. It perseveres through overcoming challenges and true value is measured by long-term success. This is why we must go to Mars. Neil Armstrong once said, it's in the nature of the human being to face challenges. Going to Mars is our next great challenge to overcome. It's a means of protecting our species from collapse. Mekti's mission is unquestionably crucial. We must and we will go to Mars for good.
Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.